Erol, the blind fiddler as he was known, lived in a small Polish shtetl, and he was very poor indeed. But he had no ambition to be a rich man, for his pleasure was to attend all of the poor weddings. And in this small shtetl, the majority of the Jews were all poor people, loyalenu. Beryl was usually the only musician at these chasanas, and though the families celebrating the chasanas appreciated greatly that he made their simcha a joyful one, they could pay him very little. When the bride and groom were very poor, Loyalenu, Beryl would play without any charge at all. Beryl was the most happy when he played at the wedding of an orphan who was getting married. He would eagerly grasp his fiddle with one hand, and with the other would hold on to his small eight-year-old son, who would be Beryl's eyes and lead him to the chasana. When Beryl played a moving chasidish nigan at the time that the chasan went forward to Badek in the Kala, everyone could feel the seriousness and importance of the occasion. And when that part was over, Beryl would change the pace of the music to the liveliest, quickest tune imaginable, which set everyone singing and dancing. The orphan and all of the guests forgot their worries and problems as the music that flowed from Beryl's fiddle set them dancing merrily as if they had not a care in the world. Sometimes Beryl would be invited to come and play at a simcha for a rich family too, but at such times he didn't feel quite as good as he did when he played for poor people. At these rich affairs, he would usually be in a band with other musicians, and he didn't feel that he played as well. Despite the fact that he was paid quite handsomely, the money didn't really compensate him. But he realized the necessity of such bookings, for these were the jobs that enabled him and his family to survive. A certain Paritz who had a large estate near Beryl's shtetl heard about the blind fiddler, and about how well he played, and he invited Beryl to come and play at some of his parties. Beryl was not pleased to accept these jobs, where the guests were noisy and often had too much to drink. But Beryl could not refuse. At least being blind, he was spared the sight of the parrots and his wild guests. Beryl would play half-heartedly at these events. His fiddle seemed to play reluctantly, a string would sometimes snap in the middle of a tune. The parts wondered, why do people say that the blind fiddler is such a great musician? Small wonder that Beryl was a poor man, yet no one seeing his cheery face and pleasant manner would guess that he had any problems at all. If at any time Beryl felt the burden of his situation, he would simply pick up his fiddle and play a lively tune, which would drive any worrisome thoughts out of his head. At such a time, his neighbors would stop what they were doing and listen, enraptured to the sweet melodies that came from Beryl's house. One day, something unusual happened. It was a simcha of two orphans. Both the chassan and the kala had lost their parents, Loyalenu. Beryl was there playing like never before. The fiddle's music filled the room with its joyful melody, all the guests were dancing, and the room echoed with the sound of music and stamping feet and clapping. Suddenly, the music stopped. 
the fiddle became silent. Beryl saw that the chassan was lying on the floor, unconscious. He ran forward, tried to revive the chassan, grabbed a bottle of whiskey from a nearby table, and slowly poured some drops into the chassan's mouth. As the harsh liquor went down the chassan's throat, the chassan returned to consciousness. The guests were standing around Beryl and the chassan, who were on the floor. They were bewildered and confused. Why had the chassan fainted? And how is Beryl, the blind fiddler, able to attend to the chassan with his blind eyes open and obviously seeing? He saw that the chassan had fallen. He saw the bottle of mashka on the table. He was able to pour the mashka directly into the chassan's mouth. It's a miracle, said someone. Beryl can see. Everybody rushed forward to take Beryl's hand and embrace him and congratulate him. And Beryl's young son fell on his father's neck, hugging him and kissing him and crying, Oi, Tati, you can see. Baruch Hashem, Tati, you can see. Everyone was happy, except Beryl. He just stood there, looking confused and uncertain. No one could understand why the blind fiddler, who was always so cheerful, should now look so unhappy after his sight had been miraculously restored. I think that Beryl was never blind, said someone. I think he was only pretending to be blind. And that, in fact, was the truth. For Beryl knew that he would sometimes be called to play at all kinds of affairs and places, and not wishing to look at people and scenes which would not be to his liking, he decided that it would be wiser if he could not see them, and the simple reason would be because he was blind and he would simply keep his eyes closed all of the time. That's how he became the blind fiddler. Yes, even his young children did not know that he wasn't really blind, for it is difficult to explain to little ones that their father's pretending was an important matter of principle. Only Beryl's wife knew his secret, and in all the years she had told no one what a tzaddik her husband really was. The news about Beryl spread around the towns. Some said that Beryl had really been blind, and by Ines, his sight was restored so he could revive the chassan. Others said they believed that Beryl had always been able to see, but he pretended to be blind in order not to have to look at what he considered to be forbidden or immodest. On one thing, everyone agreed, that Beryl was indeed a real tzaddik. People began to make a fuss of Beryl, and this was certainly not to his liking at all. It went against his humble and modest nature. So, with his wife's agreement, they packed their few belongings, and the family left town, to a faraway place where no one knew them and Beryl could again become the blind fiddler. However, he now explained to his children his reasons for pretending to be blind, and they were proud to be a part of their beloved father's secret.